0: A Panegyric to Sir Lewis Pemberton by Robert Herrick Read for by Elaine Conway, England Till I shall come again, let this suffice. I send my salt, my sacrifice, to thee, thy lady, younglings, and as far as to thy genius and thy la to the worn threshold, porch, hall, parlour, kitchen, the fat-fed smoking-temple, which in the wholesome savour of thy mighty chines, invites to supper him who dines, where laden spits, warped with large ribs of beef, not represent, but give relief to the lank stranger and the sour swain, where both may feed and come again for no black-bearded vigil from thy door beats with a buttoned staff the poor but from thy warm love hatching gates each may take friendly morsels and there stay to sun his thin-clad members if he likes for thou no porter keep'st who strikes no comer to thy roof his guest right wants or staying there is scourged with taunts of some rough groom who yerked with corn says sir you've dipped too long e the vinegar and with our broth and bread and bits sir friend you've fared well pray make an end two days you have larded here a third you know makes guests and fish smell strong pray go you to some other chimney and there take essay of other giblets make merry at another's half you're here welcome as thunder to our beer manner's knows distance and a man unrude would soon recoil and not intrude his stomach to a second meal No, no, thy house well fed and taught can show No such crabbed vizard. Thou hast learned thy train with heart and hand to entertain, And by the arms full with a breast unhid, As the old race of mankind did, When either's heart and either's hand did strive, to be the nearer relative thou dost redeem those times and what was lost of ancient honesty may boast it keeps a growth in thee and so will run a course in thy f- fames pledge thy son thus like a roman tribune thou thy gate early sets ope to feast and late keeping no currish waiter to affright with blasting eye the appetite which fain would waste upon thy cates but that the trencher creature marketh what best a more suppling piece he cuts and by some private pinch tells dangers nigh a hand too desperate or a knife that bites skin deep into the pork or lights upon some part of kid as if mistook when checked by the butler's look no no thy bread thy wine thy jocund beer is not reserved for trebius here but all who at thy table seated are find equal freedom equal fare and thou like to that hospitable god jove joy'st when guests make their abode to eat thy bullocks thighs thy veals thy fat weathers and never grudged at the pheasant partridge gotwit reeve ruff rail the cock the curlew and the quail these and thy choicest viands do extend their tastes unto the lower end thy glad table not a dish more known to thee than unto any one but as thy meat so thy immortal wine makes the smirk face of each to shine and spring fresh rose-buds while the salt the wit flows from the wine and graces it while reverence waiting at the bashful board honours my lady and my lord no scurril jest no open scene is laid here fall to make the face afraid but temperate mirth dealt forth and so discreet lie that it makes the meat more sweet and adds perfumes unto the wine which thou dost rather pour forth than allow by cruce and measure thus devoting wine as the canary isles were thine but with that wisdom and that method as no one that's there his guilty glass drinks of distemper or hast cause to cry repentance to his liberty no thou knowest orders ethics and hast read all o economics knowest lead a house dance neatly and canst truly show how far a figure ought to go forward or backward sideward and what pace can give and what retract a grace what gesture courtship comeliness agrees with those thy primitive decrees to give subsistence to thy house and proof what genii support thy roof goodness and greatness not the oaken piles for these and marbles have their wiles to last but not there ever virtue's hand it is which builds gainst fate to stand such is thy house whose firm foundation's trust is more in thee than in her dust or depth these last may yield and yearly shrink when what is strongly built no chink or yawning rupture can the same devour but fixed it stands by her own power and well laid bottom on the iron and rock which tries and counterstands the shock and ram of time and by vexation grows the stronger virtue dies when foes are wanting to her exercise but great and large she spreads by dust and sweat safe stand thy walls and thee and so both will since neither's height was raised by ill of others Since no stud no stone no piece was reared up by the poor man's fleece, no widow's tenement was racked to gild or fret thy ceiling or to build a sweating closet to anoint the silk soft skin or bathe in ass's milk, no orphan's pittance left him served to set the pillars up of lasting jet for which their cries might beat against thine ears or in the damp jet read their tears no flank from hallowed altar does appeal to yond star-chamber or does seal a curse to thee all thine but all things even make for thy peace and pace to heaven go on directly so as just men may a thousand times more swear than say this is that princely Pemberton, who can teach men to keep a god in man, and when wise poets shall search out to see good men they find them all in thee. End of poem This recording is in the public domain